This is James Corbett of CorbettReport.com with your Sunday update for this 15th day of May, 2011. And now, for the real news. A series of worrying incidents at the troubled Fukushima Daiichi nuclear power plant has drawn the eyes of the international media away from the Osama bin Laden spectacle and back toward northeastern Japan this week. In a string of increasingly alarming reports, every one of the troubled reactors at the site faced major new setbacks this week as the Tokyo Electric Power Co. and the Japanese government struggled to maintain the appearance that the situation was under control. After admitting that radiation levels in the building housing reactor number one had reached 700 millisieverts per hour on Monday, TEPCO was forced to concede on Thursday that the reactor core has in fact been exposed and melted down, causing a leak in the containment vessel itself. This not only poses greater likelihood of contamination of groundwater, but makes it even more difficult to continue cooling operations. As one nuclear advisor noted, TEPCO's current operation of flooding the core must now be scrapped as large amounts of cold water hitting melted fuel could trigger another explosion, causing a further massive atmospheric radiation release. Meanwhile, a new leak was found at reactor number 3 this week, and an unknown amount of radioactive material was confirmed to have leaked into the ocean. This leak was reportedly sealed by Wednesday. On Tuesday, the Japanese government confirmed that the number 4 reactor building was leaning, and that emergency work had, had been done to shore up the building to prevent it from collapsing in the event of another earthquake or aftershock. Reactor 4 contains fuel rods from 3 to 4 reactors, leading to worries that a building collapse would lead to spent fuel rods being scattered around the Fukushima site, making the entire area unworkable. As nuclear engineer Arnold Gunderson notes, the admission of containment vessel leaks in three of the reactors represents a turn of events that nuclear regulators in the United States had previously thought impossible. Well, what does all this mean? Um, unit 1's containment is leaking. They can't put nitrogen into it to uh, maintain, its, um, maintain its pressure. Unit 2's has been leaking and filling trenches off-site. Unit three is now uh, is now leaking as well and filling trenches off um, away from the reactor. Um, so all three nuclear containments are leaking. Now here in the United States, the Nuclear Regulatory Commission has said that it is impossible for a nuclear containment to leak. Um, in the advisory committee on reactor safeguards in um, in October of last year. They specifically state that they assume zero probability of containment leakage. Now, obviously, that's wrong, and it affects lots of regulations on operating plants, as well as the new Westinghouse AP-1000 reactor, which is attempting to be licensed. In the latest setback, one of the plant workers collapsed and died shortly after beginning his shift at the Fukushima plant on Saturday. The cause of death has yet to be determined. A worker at the Fukushima Daiichi plant died on Saturday after falling unconscious at work. This is the first time that a worker at the plant dies after the March 11 disaster. The man who was in his 60s complained of ill health while working at a waste processing facility. He worked for a subcontracting firm of Tokyo Electric Power Company. The man was taken to a medical office in the plant after he was found unconscious. He was then taken by ambulance to a hospital in Iwaki City and confirmed dead shortly after 9.30 a.m. The cause of his death is yet unknown. 
Confidence in the Japanese government's ability to respond to the unfolding catastrophe slipped even further this week, as it was revealed that the prefectural government appears to have failed to notify four of the towns in the vicinity of the Fukushima plant that there had been a nuclear accident following the March 11th earthquake and tsunami. The government is connected to all six towns within 10 kilometers of the plants via special digital communications lines and is obligated to inform the town governments in the wake of any nuclear emergency. However, records released this week show that the government only contacted two of the towns in the vicinity and neglected to inform the other four. Two of the towns that were not notified learned of the accident via TV news reports and concluded that it was necessary to evacuate residents. Meanwhile, TEPCO has announced that its latest plan to prevent further release of radioactive materials from the plant is to cover the damaged reactor buildings with giant polyester covers. Now, tempers are flaring over news that TEPCO has reached a deal to secure billions of dollars in government aid to help cover the costs of the cleanup and to compensate victims of the accident. As journalist Joichi Shimatsu notes, the package is being sold to the public as emergency assistance to the victims, but in reality is a bailout of TEPCO with government funds under fraudulent pretenses. One thing is certain, Shimatsu writes in his latest report. The burden for TEPCO's malfeasance will fall on taxpayers and consumers. Despite official claims that the bailout will not tr- trigger higher taxes or electricity prices, TEPCO has already raised household power rates in May, stealthily by lower discounts for households, and the government is preparing to raise the consumer sales tax to 8% from the current 3.5%. Insiders are predicting a 16% electricity rate hike spread over the next decade. Now, signs that the traditionally reserved Japanese public have become fed up with government lies and obfuscation are beginning to emerge. Last week, furious Fukushima-area parents staged protests over government action to raise acceptable radiation levels for children to 20 times previous levels in order to stop schools from being closed. High levels of radioactivity have been found in school playgrounds as far as 60 kilometers away from the plant. In the latest sign of growing unrest, anti-nuclear protesters clashed with police in a demonstration in Tokyo's crowded Shibuya district last Saturday. Now, please go to CorbettReport.com to download episode 186 of the Corbett Report podcast, Philosophy of Freedom, The State of Nature, where we take a look at the last 4,000 years of thought on what gives the government justification to rule over the people.